All right, beautiful people. Um, welcome back to the Neho Podcast Show. Um, I'm gonna be your host. Um, and my name is Ajita Klufio. My co-host, um, Yesuto Kotoka could not be, you know, on on the line with us today. But guess what? Today we have a special, special, special guest on the line with us. Oh my God, I cannot explain how honored I feel right now. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let him, you know, um, say his name and who he is. Welcome on the show. Welcome on the Neho podcast show. Um, Mr. Terry. Thank you very much. Um, Ajiti. I, I prefer calling you Ajiti because, uh, that's Ghanaian for me. Right. <laughs> anyway. Um, t- tell us a little bit about yourself and, 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 um, you know, where like just just give us a little background um about about who you okay. are okay that's right <clears throat> all right so my name is um terry bright Kweku Ufusu. Kweku mm. because i was born on wednesday right um i am a former national dance freestyle dance champion mm. in 1989 i became the national dance champion for ghana mm. and then i went on the next year to come to the School of Performing Arts, and um, I did a diploma, a three years diploma. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, and I traveled outside the country. I came back in around, in around 2000 and 2006, I started a master's program here, completed in the next three years. And I started teaching at the School of Performing Arts since I've been teaching since 2011. In mm. earnest, but I started teaching in like 2009. Mm. Um, but I became an assistant lecturer endorsed to teach mm. in 2011, and I've been doing that since. Now, what I'm doing currently is that I just completed um, my uh, PhD thesis, wow, submitted last year, and I'm still waiting for my viva. Um, wow. so yes, um, my um, ethnic background. I um my dad is Kwau and my mom is Ga. Mm. And Ga's are patrilineal, Kwau's are matrilineal. Mm. So I'm just hanging in between the two. <laughs> um, um in quote, half cast. That is uh, that is me. Um my special area in teaching I would say is uh pop dance. Mm-hmm. And then also traditional dance. Wow. I that's what I do. I introduced the uh, pop dance into the school of performing arts. Um, right, right. And currently, that is what I am researching in. In a nutshell, that is my background. Um, thank, th- thank, thank you so much, Mister Terry. Um, so tell us a little bit about when you started dancing. Like, at what age did you start dancing, and why did you? Um, you know, want, wanted to dance. Okay. All right. So um, I think that um, since infancy, I've been, uh, I've been dancing. I love dancing. I loved music. Um, and so even in primary school, I, I remember, I quite remember, I was one of the drummers mm-hmm. for uh, what you call the cultural troops. Right. So I was a, a drummer from class, like, I think class four or so to like class six mm. you know and so when i went to 
secondary school, I was a science student mm-hmm. um, and a good one at that, you know, but I, I also did art as in drawing, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. in my, during my O levels. So, um, yeah, so I had this art background, but I loved science. Okay. So, um, yeah, so, um, at, I think when I was in form three, you know, mm-hmm. during the, those times we're doing the O level. So you go from form one to form five and that takes you five years. Right. And then there's a one and a half years for six four. Mm. Right. So I think at form three, um, these um, dancers started coming in vogue. Mm-hmm. You know, the Michael Jacksons and then the robot dancing and all that started coming in vogue. And so I was very interested in that. Right. So I started performing in school, secondary school, um, any time that um, I was able to vogue, you know, and I'm talking about the 83s as a young boy, you know. So I danced in the, on the streets of Ghana, you know, across the length and breadth of uh, the country, you know, traveling with Ajete Soa, Slim Basta, Alex Ofois, and all those guys, right. you know. Um, yeah, so I kept doing that until at a point I decided that uh, I'll go back to school. Mm-hmm. So I went back to sixth form, you know, tried my hands at eight um, again, and then I came out again. And then at that time, the dance, uh, national dance competition was rife. Mm-hmm. You know, then I decided, okay, I want to travel outside the country. The only way I can do that is to win the national dance contest. Mm-hmm. Then I can get a visa to go outside. So then I committed myself to it. At that time, I think Slim Buster won around mm-hmm. 1986 mm. as, a, as a teenager. Right. He won the competition and traveled to the United Kingdom and came back. So I met him in Accra and I was a bit skeptical about the competition. And so I spoke to him and he said, oh, it's a genuine thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't know anybody. He just went and tried his luck and won. So I can do that. So from 87, I started, you know, trying to, to win the competition mm-hmm. until 89 that I finally won. Mm. And then I got into it. So in the in the course of my trying to learn traditional dances, because traditional dance was part and parcel of the competition. You have to know how to do right. two traditional dances. You know, so in my course of learning these traditional dances, I came to the School of Performing Arts and met a guy called Kelly Ama. Uh, shout out to Kelly. Who is mm-hmm. in the US um, currently? Uh, um, and Kelly is the one who saw me perform. You know, he was teaching me and I was getting the movements that quick. Right. So he decided, no, 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 no. I need to come to the School of Performing Arts. Right. But I was so infatuated with science and I was like, look, I'm doing, I'm a science student. I <laughs> exactly. Be able to continue my science. And he said, mm-hmm. no, 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 you are natural. Mm-hmm. Come to the school of performing arts and come and and and, and you can dance and, and yeah. learn how to dance and get a certificate in dance. And I said, then what? When I get the dance certificate, then what? Then what's next? Yeah. What am I going to do with it? Yeah. You know. And he kept, you know, at least he was. He tried to defend it, but couldn't give me a very, you know. But all he said was that if I get the certificate, I'll place value on myself. You know. Mm-hmm. And so I think after after a while. After I won the competition, I decided, okay, let me give it a try and come to the university mm-hmm. and see. And that is it. How I got into dance, you know. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's um, fascinating, and 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 it 
to me it's 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 a motivation or yes it's a motivation to you know people out there who are into dance that um we do not have to limit ourselves um so i i've i've heard this name before say robot who is a robot yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so when i i started dancing in school okay one of my colleagues um called uh um uh, you know mm -hmm. i was just chatting with them on a on a uh, st peter's platform mm -hmm. um i actually went to st peter's the best school in ghana so, so far. <laughs> anyway so um Ufrata actually gave me the name because I was doing robot dancing. Mm -hmm. You know, at that time, robot dancing had, had come, had become vogue. And Ajit Isua was the pioneer who was, you know, doing all these moves. Right. And so I had not, I had not met Ajit. Um, but a lot of my friends who had seen him perform at a place in Circle called Sparks Center came and they were trying to simulate the movements that he used to do. So I was picking the movement from a secondary source. Um, so those guys who watched him in a, a start center would come and demonstrate what he was doing. And I'll pick the movement and then I'll try to, you know, emulate those movements. So I, I didn't meet Ajit until I think uh, on the long vac when mm -hmm. I came home and I met him right. in Reggie Rockstone mm. at Bema Camp in a, in, a, in a kind of a competition. Mm. And he came to perform, and I was like, wow. 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 <laughs> it was amazing, you know. And and I, did, I never looked back. Wow. You know? So, um, yes, my friend Uvrata gave me the name, Self Robot. Like, okay. how do you see dance in, in Ghana right now? Um, okay. Compared, wow. to, compared to your, your, your days, like when, when you started dancing. My era. How do you, yes, yes okay. your era. So, how do you compare the two? Okay, so I'll put it in two categories, okay? Mm -hmm. Then I can go back to the situation of dance in Ghana right now. Mm -hmm. How I see dance, per my philosophy, is the fact that, and I think I've written it in a book called uh, um, Identities and Choreography or something, mm -hmm. published by Serendipity. Now, for, for my philosophy, I my philosophy is based on the School of Performing Arts philosophy, which is taking movements from the traditional society and transmuting them into new choreographic forms. Mm -hmm. That's one. Two is based on the fact that I came as a dancer from the streets. Right. And by that, I was performing what we call popular dances, robot dancing, all these kind of influences from our brothers, in the diaspora, mm -hmm. I have this affinity to pop dance movements. Mm -hmm. And so in my master's thesis, I wrote on the, the blend between pop dance movement and what we call contemporary African dance movements. Right. So I have that affinity too. And so all these um, backgrounds affect my philosophy towards dance. So I see dance from that perspective, where we can combine traditional dance, pop dance, and all of them into one big ball mm -hmm. and be able to churn out new movements right. from that hmm. as choreography. 
Mm. And then two, for the for the nation in particular. Okay. Um, I think that we are going through some process based on the influence of uh, what we call a, a, a info technology now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Ghana is going through a phase where gradually you realize that the youth are losing touch with the traditional, traditional dance. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes, and they are latching onto what we call the pop dances. Right. But I see that there's a connect between the traditional dances and what we call the popular dances or Afro pop today, mm-hmm. or what they call urban Afro pop. Some call it um, Afro dance, some call it Afro beat. Or there's a connection between the traditional and that. Mm-hmm. So we are we are we are not actually losing it, but traditional dances, traditional dance, right? And popular dances are popular dances. So we have to be able to to connect. Now I come back to what I would look at generally in the country as how I see dance mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that the way dance is in this country is based on what I call the the socially damaged Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Based on the philosophy of the West or the colonizers Mm -hmm. who through what they call tabula rasa Mm -hmm. damaged our culture destroyed it, denigrated it as something that needs to be repudiated or pushed away so that we can take on their culture Exactly, exactly. and therefore we lost one aspect of it was the introduction of English, which we are communicating in currently, yeah? Right. And by extension, a lot of our elite look down upon the culture of the nation. Mm-hmm. And therefore, Kwame Nkrumah decided that, okay, look, there's something that we have to do and which we have to b- build through what we call the African personality. Right. And therefore, we formed the School of Performing Arts and all that so that we can go back and retrieve our culture mm-hmm. and have that confidence, confidence in our culture and build upon it. Right. But you realize that over the years, that repudiation of our culture has continued to exist in ways that if you don't take care, you would not notice. We are, we are conversing. And then we say that, oh, um, 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 there are people who we need to um, um, recognize in the society and we need to encourage our children to be like them. Mm-hmm. And then we, we begin to mention and list such people. You realize that automatically you start listing people like doctors, like lawyers, like, like um, engineers, blah, blah, blah. Right. But the moment that you say that like a dancer or like a, 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 an actor or like a musician, people will begin to laugh mm. automatically. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And, this, and this happened in the School of Performing Arts. In the School of Performing Arts, when we were, we were um, performing a particular piece, a drama mm-hmm. on stage, and 
there was this little boy that they said that the the the, the, the village should invest in the boy because the boy was brilliant so that when he grows he can become a doctor or an engineer or a lawyer and then the guy said or a dancer wow. you can imagine these this the room was full of school of performing arts students wow and and lecturers everybody started laughing wow because they said that when you invest in the boy he will become he can become a dancer, a dancer. and he was that that means that they are they are trying to put the dancer together with the engineers and the doctors and the lawyers, mm -hmm. which to them was a nonsense, <laughs> an impossibility wow. to place them on the same level. Right. That for me killed me off, mm. and I realized the sort of damage that we have done to ourselves through colonialism. Mm -hmm. And through the continuation of what the white, the legacy of the white master. Mm. So this has been going on for some time. And so the situation in Ghana is such that even when the colonial masters have, have left us and they had come back, I'm, I'm, I'm referring to Africa in general, mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm. They had come back to the African that they colonized. Right. The French people started encourage them to look at their culture, even though they they they, they are they are the contract that is signed with the their 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 colonies was not too good. But they, they they pushed the French to latch onto their culture and practices. Mm -hmm. So you realize invariably that if you come to Ghana we have a place we call the Alliance Francais mm -hmm. with a performance space that stage a dance. You can stage a musical concert. You can stage a drama. Mm -hmm. That is Alliance Francais. And they have done that in almost all their French colonies in Africa. Hmm. In Ghana, the British never did anything like that. Right. And that for me is a travesty. Hmm. And so that in itself tells you a lot about our colonial masters and the way that they treated us and our culture. And our elites, unfortunately for us, took that and perpetrated it over the years. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have we don't have what we would call a dance audience in Ghana. Mm -hmm. We don't. We don't. What we have in Ghana is a group of persons who are interested in anything foreign but Ghanaian. Wow. Anything foreign but Ghanaian. But Ghanaian. So you see that when you have South Africans come to come and perform, uh, what do you call it? Um, Oh, this famous South African uh, production. Um, uh, oh, they were at the National Theatre. They performed the uh, oh, this famous South African production. Oh yes, yes. Um, I want to remember it. Do you remember that? Yes, it, it yes. Mm -hmm. First one, second one. People trooped Ghanaians put in. 
to me and their evening performance. Wow. that we don't, we do not have a clientele for that. Mm-hmm. Fortunately mm. for us, in drama, Ebo White has consistently knocked on the doors yes. and has been able yes. to create a clientele. Yes, is 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 been doing an amazing job. Brilliant. Now, what he he does is a pseudo kind of uh, total theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, total theater is based on the African concept of theater, which is music, dance, and drama all put together as one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that is what Ebu White tries to do. So, in his, in his performance, you see his, they are singing people with good voices. And then at the end, they, they do a dance, you know, you know, a contemporary kind of dance right. to, 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 to hype the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's doing a kind of total theater. So he's, he's using the dance in, in, in ways that mm-hmm. can, okay, um, um, attract the audience. Right. All right. When he started, people, people, in fact, people from the School of Performing Arts were, some were criticizing <laughs> him. That his concept is uh, this thing is not too this thing and it's not like <laughs> there yet and he has problems but, but he has consistently gone on. Yes. All right. What I believe that Ghana needs to do is an, a form of investment in dance mm-hmm. that can produce a very good performance because yeah. producing dance in Ghana is a very very difficult venture mm-hmm. and you must be ruthless you must be persistent mm-hmm. you must be forceful to pursue your dancers get them in force them encourage them before you can come up with any production, right? If you don't have any support, mm-hmm. it's a very difficult one. And and um, I don't love my heart to all those ones who have been trying to come up with productions. I've watched a few of them, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that with a little support from any of the corporate organizations, they could have come up with much beautiful and much stronger performances. Right. But yes, they are doing they are doing great. It's, that's 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 amazing um yeah mr sari it's to me i feel like as as a nation we need to get out of that you know um mindset of um not 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 believing in our own you know um even 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 when it comes to dresses you know dresses you know we we yeah. we tend to like buy more of the western like the we, we want to be more westernized than be more africanized yeah. and and that and, and and that's that that's something mental um but moving on at 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 your early ages like did you did you see yourself becoming who you are right now 
and 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 what did you do to get to where you are okay so i think that um uh in my early stages i never thought of becoming a dancer as in professionally uh, teaching dance okay mm -hmm. i've always looked at myself as a scientist somebody who can was to be an engineer producing cars or something right. or aeronautical engineering or mechanical engineering something of that nature mm -hmm. you know but i think along the line when i lost my dad mm. i had to find ways of surviving and the only available opportunity for me was to dance mm -hmm. and get a visa it's, it sounds funny but that, right. that was it Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. I had wanted to get into um, the United Kingdom, you know, London. At that time, we called the place Babylon. <laughs> See the mindset? Yeah. The mindset? That is the mindset. Yes. You understand? Yeah. And I had inherited it from the elderly people. Right. Okay. Babylon, London, Nakuli. So wow. mm -hmm. We wanted to go there. Right. <laughs> you understand? So, um, I got into the competition, and then through that, through some divine um, means, I met Kelly, who was a TA at the School of Performing Arts, and he encouraged me to come. So after, in fact, when I traveled to the UK, I got into film, you know, producing films and music videos and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know. But then I realized at a point that I was spoken to by Oni mm -hmm. that look, I am a natural, I have the talent, you know. Um, they needed us to be able to bridge that gap, right. that that generational gap, so that we can help to come and impart the up and coming ones with the knowledge that we have. So when he said that, I decided, okay, I'll abandon the 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 videos making of videos and all that, mm -hmm. and come to school to do my master's so that I can come home and also uh, encourage the students and impart mm -hmm. the knowledge that I have on them. So that is how come I came back, mm -hmm. you know. Um, for me, I consider myself currently as somebody who has passed his prime, mm -hmm. you know, because at the time that I... I thought I had come, I had settled down at the School of Performing Arts and I could now be able to churn out a lot of works and all that. Mm -hmm. There was this pressure of, of going to school again mm -hmm. to do a PhD and, and, and this pressure of competition within the, the dance department when you, you could come out with production and then somebody thinks that no it is uh, um, you cannot do that because you have to go to school and mm -hmm. you know so it was a bit of a of a convoluted situation right you know? um and so I, I i i had to deal with it so that i can solve that problem of going to school and all that mm -hmm. and unfortunately I, I had to go away for like another four years 
Yeah, and you're back, and, and we are happy to have you back, um, Zatari. Um, so, in in and um, you know, like I've I've had this you know dilemma for um for years, and I've been asking myself this question mm-hmm. about, and and I know that gonna have um, um what a, a dance festival, um yeah. that that only that only you know, um, you, you know, evolves around the, um, um, what, 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 what did they call it? Um, the, the several, um, yeah, NAFAC. Yes. Um, but what I haven't, NAFAC. yes, I know they have NAFAC, but, uh, but I haven't seen yeah. any dance festival that, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's all inclusive you know, a dance festival mm. that, you know, brings everyone together. Do you think mm-hmm. that kind of festival would be ideal to promote the Ghanaian, you know, uh, culture and dance rather than, you know, a selected few? Yeah, I think that, um, <laughs> ironically, one of my students has written a, a dance, in fact, theater management major in dance. Uh, his thesis is currently writing on a, a dance festival, mm-hmm. and he's proposing a, a dance festival he calls immersion and all that. But yes, I know that there is a, a dancer Terra, Robert Clark, has organized has been organizing this Ghana dance festival, mm-hmm. which has to do with his pop dances and and also traditional dance. Right. But he has not been able to get everybody together. Right. You know, because of uh, probably maybe his sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, yes, I think I was, I witnessed it last, the last year or last two years, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but there's not been any one like you are suggesting. Right. You know, that can that can actually encapsulate all the, the traditional dances and and all that. Um, uh, but I think that that is one of the, the the things that a few people are trying to look at. But mm-hmm. it is a very 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 difficult venture. Yeah. Because you need to have some corporate organizations to hold you up. To prop you up with some kind of sponsorship, mm-hmm. so that you can um, be able to sustain it. Mm. You know, be able to sustain. Um and and um, uh-huh. I'm gonna, um I've I've heard this um a lot about um you know people coming to or students coming to the performing arts and using the performing arts as a mm-hmm. stepping stone to get into mm-hmm. other programs. Um, do you think that the lack of um, dance in our curriculum from, uh, let's say, mm-hmm. the the lower um, schools, let's say primary school yeah. to secondary school, do you think yeah. that is the effect uh, it, 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 like it has on, on people that come to the uh, performing arts? Yeah, 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 yeah. De- definitely, definitely. But currently, um, I was part of the the group that drew the current the curriculum that they want to 
roll out. Mm -hmm. And we have what we call CAD, mm. which is uh, creative art and design. Oh, great. And creative art and design includes uh, um, still art, mm -hmm. okay? It includes design mm -hmm. as a design as a design concept. Mm -hmm. It includes music, dance, and drama. Wow. It's all part of what we call the cat. Okay. Mm -hmm. But either two, we didn't have anything like that in the primary JHS and then the SHS right. system. Or what we call the high school system. Mm -hmm. Alright. So it we didn't have a system that should feed the School of Performing Arts. Mm -hmm. And therefore, we had that problem. Okay. But that notwithstanding, we, you have to understand that the, the, the human system is such that we have three kinds of domains. Mm -hmm. The three domains are the cognitive. Right. So people, there are people that who have very high cognitive levels, mm -hmm. and then we have the affective, which has to do with the emotional. Mm -hmm. There are people who have high emotional levels, mm -hmm. domains within them, and then there is the psychomotor, which is the last one, yeah. which has to do with movement and all that. Mm -hmm. Motor, psychomotor. So those are the people who have high movement ability. Right. Okay, now those with a psychomotor, high psychomotor activity, are the people who normally would opt for the school of performing arts mm -hmm. because you have to move, you can dance, you can act. You, you understand? Yeah. But it does not necessarily mean that there is a separation between the cognitive and then the psychomotor. Mm -hmm. You still have that. You still have the co some high level of cogn cognition mm -hmm. in your body. Yeah. So. The, the 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 three levels you have a lot of people come to the school of performing arts who have this high psychomotor activity but yet still they think that school of performing arts is not or the or the arts is not something that you can pursue mm -hmm. academically mm -hmm. so they just come in right. to get this uh, they just come in to get this uh, um, experience right. um, at the School of Performing Arts, and then they go ahead and go and do something else. Mm. Because, so they, they, they don't have this confidence in the fact that they can pursue it as a career. Right. Even though they have this high psychomotor activity mm. in their body. Mm. So a lot of them will come. But I, I, I personally do not see anything wrong. I think that it is more or less like a liberal education system. Mm -hmm. That you can come access school of performing arts program, and then you can go and then do. If you want to go and be a, a doctor or whatever, you can go ahead. Right. But still, yet still, we still have people who would still hang in there and become, or they will go ahead with a dance, or they go mm -hmm. ahead with a drama, they go ahead with the music. Right. So I don't, I don't actually see anything wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But I think that we need that because it only takes four years for a dance specialist to learn at the school of performing arts and that four years is not enough mm -hmm. and i know that in fact i've forgotten the the the, 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 the theory 
but there is a theory that anything that you want to do, if you continue to do it for 10 years, you become an expert in that area. Right. So when you come to the School of Performing Arts for four years, and even you continue with a master's program for two years, that will be six years, mm-hmm. you are still not an expert right. in the area. You have four more years to go. Right. So that part of it is what is making us more or less like lag behind. Mm-hmm. So I think that if even at the level of SS, mm-hmm. there is some performing arts program there right. that you can right. pursue, and then you come and continue at the School of Performing Arts, then we can have that span of 10 years. Exactly. And you can turn out very good dance connoisseurs into the country, and then we can move the dance forward. Exactly. Exactly. So what you are now doing with the curriculum, is that at the SS level, from second year, you can major in dance, oh, wow. drama, or music. That's... And then you can come and then continue at the School of Performing Arts. Mm, mm, mm. That... So that is the new curriculum that we are going to roll out mm-hmm. now. Wow. So I, you, I... you would learn uh, from, from, from primary, you'll be learning CAT which mm-hmm. is performing arts, art, and then design. Right. We're learning that all the way through to class six, the sixth year. Then you go to the GHS for three years. You'll still be learning card. Continuously, you'll be learning dance, music, drama, and art, and then uh, design. And then first year in uh, SS, you will learn um card then second year you begin to major mm. so you write an exam on dance if you so wish you write an exam on drama if you so wish you write an exam on music if you so wish right and then you can come to the school performing arts and continue so i think it's a good thing it, i mean i th- i think it's is a great is a great initiative um that you know it 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 puts it puts it puts you know um our dances and and our traditional dances into in, in a good place. Uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about Afro pop, pop dance. Um, yeah. the, you know, in, in the early 2000s, you know, this um, phenomenal um, came out Azonto. And yeah. and, you know, I, I was I was I was I was there when you had um, the the round table. You know when you brought in the the yeah. little the little boy from uh, the you know the 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 guy area you know with Boden uh, yeah. Mono. and I yeah. was it was it was fascinating to watch that boy yeah. dance and that was the, that was a new thing on the block, but yeah. we we never um, you know you know got hold of it like like you like you wanted to so. My, so yeah. my my question is, what did you wanted to do with the Azonto dance, and what happened to it? Why why did it fail, or why did it did it not you know um um uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for um like what why yes mm-hmm. yeah 
Okay, so uh, th th this is it. Um, I think that um, I wouldn't say that uh, it was a failure, okay, mm -hmm. but it is the process. Right. It is the process of pop, okay, mm -hmm. which we are we are trying to. So what I was trying to do was to investigate right. the the process of the pop culture and what it goes through. Okay, mm -hmm. and um, quite interestingly, you realize that pop culture has a uh, this uh, this uh, characteristics that it fizzles out, mm. especially pop jazz, right, and pop music. Exactly, it exactly. Fizzles out after after some time. Yeah. Okay, it comes as a book, and then to fizzle out. Mm -hmm. So in my research, what I have recognized and I have been able to uncover the fact that if it comes, a pop dance comes as a group of dances or a group of dance styles mm -hmm. put together with its particular music mm -hmm. genre it is very difficult for it to fizzle out mm. or to die out. Mm -hmm. So when High Life came in the 1920s, mm -hmm. today we still have High Life. Yes. It's dance movement and it's music. What happened with Azunto is that Azunto in NS started around 20, late 2010, 2011. Yeah. And prior to its coming, there had been some dances. Yes. Like the Kogo, the boy, yeah. the Bay, <laughs> the Aute, yes. used to do on the field, mm -hmm. you know, around the 2006 World Cup. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so all these dances were there before the Azunto. Yeah. So what Azunto did was that Azunto subsumed, it fixed all these dances into itself. Mm. So Azunto became a broader kind of dance. Yeah. All right. But note that what happened to her life is not the same dynamics mm -hmm. that took place with Azunto. Mm -hmm. Her life, when her life started, started actually, it was communicated or it spread went through human beings mm. the movement of human beings right and then radio and television now azonto came to meet what you call the info technology so computers yes yes smartphones internet the rapidity with which information travels has now created another platform that is changing the dynamics. Mm -hmm. So once Azonto hit and became a worldwide phenomenon, everybody became conscious of the fact that you can come up with a dance and you can go viral. Mm -hmm. within the next 20 minutes. Yes. And everybody will latch onto it. Yes. 
so quickly. All these stars were trying to lay claim to Azonto. Exactly. So you yeah. realize that at the point, Sakodia says it, it is mine. Yeah. Buko Mbaku says it is mine. Uh, 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 Miller, yes. who I would, I, would, I would give a lot of credit to, mm-hmm. was also saying that this is mine. You know, understand? So a lot of people were claiming yeah. that Azonto is theirs. Mm-hmm. All right? Then, instead of us trying to keep it, model it out, and make it come to stay like high life, Yes. Quickly, they pushed Al-Qaeda. Yeah. And then people started, everybody wanted to lay claim to it. But Al-Qaeda was a style, was a dance style. Mm-hmm. It didn't come with music. Azonto came with music. With music, yes. Al-Qaeda did not come with its own music. Mm-hmm. What happened was that a uh, uh, guru played a music and named it Al-Qaeda. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a, a, a music style. It was a music title. Mm-hmm. But Azoto had its own music style. Right. So that is how come it was able to keep a bit longer. Okay. But all those styles, movement, Azoto has become a series of movements. Mm-hmm. Al-Qaeda is about two or three movements. Mm-hmm. And then there have been now new dance styles that have come into vogue. A lot. Which is based on which is based on the formation of what we call the Ghana Dance Festival. Mm. And so the youth are now coming up with, you know, dance styles, and they are naming them, and they are all going viral. Yeah, yes. In fact, most of them are going viral. Mm-hmm. Some of them are not. You understand? Yeah. But most of them are going viral. And all these dances put together, is what has created what we call currently the Afro pop or the Afro dance. Mm. But now this is the catch, and the, and this is my research area. And I right. just want to quickly touch on it. Mm-hmm. The formation of what we call Afro pop. In fact, my research tells me that every social political period mm-hmm. influences or instigates the creation of a pop dance mm. or a dance. Mm. So you realize that Azonto was created in the period. Original name of Azonto is Apa. Mm-hmm. 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 Apa is work. Yeah. So at the time, 2010, 2011, going around, the youth were crying for work. Mm. So it is that, that, that quest to get jobs Mm-hmm. That is what created the Azonto. Wow. So you will realize that a lot of other times, the Sakawa boys, and they are looking for, because they don't have jobs, so they go online, internet fraud, mm-hmm. and all that. It is within that same enclave that they created right. the Azonto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right? Great. So in the social politics of the time, influences that. And I can give you several examples mm-hmm. of that. But I won't go there. I just <laughs> want to touch on what actually has created what we call Afropop today. Right. Right. Now, Afropop, the sociopolitical situation around what has culminated into the creation of Afropop is the African youth 
who are dying crossing the Mediterranean mm. to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the post-Brexit. Mm. You know, yes. the British people yes. and their rejection of the European Union mm-hmm. that they want to be by themselves. themselves. Mm-hmm. It is the election of Trump, post-Trump. Mm. Now, in all the dynamics, you, you carefully, I'm saying this, you can go on and, and, and check, mm-hmm. right? You study what is happening across the world. Mm-hmm. Listen to Trump. Listen to Brexit and mm-hmm. what they are saying. Listen to um, Europe mm-hmm. and all those nationalists, mm-hmm. what they are saying, trying to protect their, their, their borders. Their own, yes. Mm-hmm. Migrant workers. Yes. You realize that all of them are shifting it to economic migrants. Yeah. Not forced migration. Forced migration, which is involuntary migration, is caused by war. And, and um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, farming and mm-hmm. flats and all that. So people would travel to a safe place. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it means invariably that if they are all not economic migrants. It means that they are for those who are cause of war. So the Syrians and all those people who they are fights in their country they are welcome. Mm-hmm. But the black Africans, mm. black Africans who are traveling because of economic gains right. are not welcome. Exactly. So when Trump becomes president, he, he, he bundles about 700 Ghanaians or, or 7,000 of them or something. He said he's going to repatriate them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So now, in the youth, the African youth, in response to that, and all these dynamics against economic migrants, mm-hmm. and that's black Africans, that they don't as have created what they call the Afro-pop dance, mm-hmm. which is a Pan-Africanist idea that Africans must come together irrespective of our differences. Right. So you will see that Shoki is Nigerian. Yes. It is in the it's in the mix. Mm-hmm. Azoto is in the mix. Filolo is in the mix. Yes. South African Vosho is in the mix. Yes. Ama Piano is in the mix. Coco from Nigeria is in the mix. Um, Rosalinda from Congo is in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, several other Africans yes. have all been together. And this is a, a way that they are trumpeting in Kruma's Pan-Africanism. Mm-hmm. That we come together. So the dance dance is such a powerful thing that it is crystallized in the human being. Right. That sometimes the human beings, when you ask them, they don't know <laughs> why they are. Right. It is an within the human self. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is crystallized out. And so we come out to make statements in dance. That when you go to the person and ask, ah, why did you do this? And he said, oh, I was just doing some this, you know, I was creating fun. <laughs> right. But no, the human body and mind is so complex mm-hmm. that the way that we are able to churn out certain things, it will only take the competence of the researcher mm-hmm. to be able to unveil some of these things. Yes. Yes. So it is all what is going on around the world that... You, 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 you see what, what happened uh, 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 the killing of the black guy in the U.S. and what went around the yes. world? Yes. Mm-hmm. Floyd, yes. 
okay? What went around the world, it is making even the Af- Afro-pop even stronger. Yes. And a lot of people are now tying into it, mm-hmm. wanting to learn what is black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes. Yes. So a lot of uh, the, uh, the uh, uh, blacks in the diaspora, and, and, I've, and I've, I've, I'm, I'm, I was writing a paper recently, and I was researching into it, and the commentary that is coming from people from Brazil, from West Indies, mm. from the U.S., commenting on Afropop and what it is doing and the way that mm-hmm. it has become a pool where all African dances are encapsulated. Mm-hmm. You realize that it is a response to the social politics yes. of the world, what I call the global geopolitics. Mm-hmm. Wow, this this is this is very this is this People, is so insightful, Mr. Terry. And, and, and doing all things across the world. Yes. And so it is a voice of the black underdogs crying out mm-hmm. through Afropop. And for me, it is a very, very powerful instrument. It is. That we must look at carefully. It, it's, it's a very powerful instrument if Africans stick together. And, and like you're saying, Nkrumah was you know, stood for, you know, Pan-Africanism and he was killed, yeah. you know, and, yeah. um, and, and to me, anyone who has, who has, you know, stood for, you know, uniting Africa, uh, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, this, this Lib- 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 um, Libya president was killed. He Gaddafi. stood, Gaddafi. Mama Gaddafi. Yes. Mama Gaddafi. You know, yeah, people who, yeah, people who stood for that were killed. So I'm just hoping that yeah. the youth, um can stand you know can stand on on, on this on this people's shoulders and and and, yeah. and and fight for what belong to um africa but moving on um yeah last week um we, i think it was um was it last no uh, weeks weeks ago um we, we spoke about um this federation um you, you know you you and um some of the you know faculty of the uh, university yeah. are, are coming up yeah. but before we go there, can you tell us what is missing with other federations that you have seen or observed that is going to, mm-hmm. you know, you are taking into consideration um, for your federation, for, 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 for the up, okay. up, um, up and coming federation? Okay. All right. So uh, I think that what has been happening is that, um, and it's a common practice, um, in, in, in Africa, mm-hmm. okay, where people form groups and because of lack of transparency, others will go and form a similar group mm-hmm. and others will go and form a similar group and others will go and form a similar group and so it becomes a continuum, mm. all right? Right. It is happening to Africa, it has happened to Ghana's Actors Guild and all those people, all right? So I personally, why I go into this notion of creating what we call a federation is to be able to create this synergy and this uh, bond between all these uh, associations that are coming up and everybody thinks 
that this is the original and that they are the people and all that. Right. Okay. So what I tried to do is to get all the past people leaders and or whatever in all the associations. We are drawing all of them together. We are getting lawyers who have gone through the School of Performing Arts mm. as part of the federation. Mm -hmm. We are going to get some patrons in the society who have the heart, um, the, the, the dance at heart. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they would, they would want to be part of it. Because, you see, whatever we do as an association or as a federation, you would have to be able to communicate your ideas, your knowledge, through English language. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the biggest beings. <clears throat> so, at a level that you want to meet and be able to discuss issues clearly, right. then the other leaders can go on and go and break it down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, you see, if we, we, we bring all of us together, in which language are we communicating? <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. Are we communicating in every? Yeah. And this kind of federation and all that must be replicated across the nation. Yes. All the 16 or so regions. Mm -hmm. Okay. All will feed into it. Okay. So our communication processes should be through English language mm -hmm. and then they can break it down further. Yes. To the they are various individual mm -hmm. members so we need people who have the knowledge not necessarily being able to speak english but who have the knowledge of dance mm -hmm. okay so at least two people from each um uh, what do you call it uh, association mm -hmm. to be part of the executives mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All the members, individual members, are part of the broader situation. Mm -hmm. When we call for the executives, all the leaders in the various associations will be part of it. Right. So that, so we have drawn the constitution and everything, you know. We are just cleaning it properly and we are going to launch and make a very big move. Mm. And we need the assistance of all of you who are in the diaspora to be part of it. Mm -hmm. I am looking at because I have seen people, some dancers trying to form associations here and there. Right. And people join because they think that, oh, it's a dance association. I've been a dancer for like 10, 12 years. <laughs> I, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't actually. I'm now old, I'm 53, mm -hmm. you know, I'm poor, association, so that when my mother dies, no I can have them come to my mother's funeral and come and donate. <laughs> I can have, so that is the notion. Mm -hmm. And the, these things will happen because it's a, it's a, it's a society. Yeah. It will happen. But that is not the aim of the Federation. Right. But figure out how people can be 
comfortable to that when you are 60 years and you are no longer a doctor, you can test those funds. Mm. We becomes kind of a pension for you. Right. And we have to be able to educate them for them to know that it is a system that you are going to gain from in future. Mm-hmm. So you cannot just treat it haphazardly. Yeah. You need to go and do some extra work to be able to monthly put some money in it aside for yourself when you are retirement. Mm-hmm. It will be good enough. Mm. And there are dancers outside who are ready to be able to support. Mm-hmm. And let's do that. And let's build our country. Because you see, it is when you are able to build all these individuals. Yes. And have them to be able to do look, I did a study for my professor, Professor Avogodo, mm-hmm. on Bobobo groups. Mm-hmm. Okay. These are Bobobo groups. There's some in Medina, about five or so in Medina. Yeah. There's about three or so in Ashaman, the Teshi. They are all over the place. Yeah. Okay. And he calls them, there's a social one. Um, um, uh, oh, something like a social support. Mm-hmm. I'm forgotten the name. I've forgotten the name. When I remember, I'll, 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 I'll let you. But what they do is that they have created this support system. So they meet on every Sunday. And it's a group. Some of them, they are like about 800. Wow. And the Bobobo group and Agbaja group. And they come together and it's somebody that they go and play. They have contributed money. They have bought chairs. They have bought tables. They hide, they rent them out. Mm. They have bought a land. They built. And they have kept their things there. So if you or somebody dies, if you give birth, you can come for the chairs. If somebody who needs the chairs to rent, they can rent the chairs out. And so they make money. They support each other. They come and contribute when you have given birth. They contribute when somebody has died. Mm. You know, this is a social system that they have done in support of themselves. Right. We want to create something that is much higher mm-hmm. and of, of a much benefit. So it is something that my target is the who are coming. Well, I'm in my 50s. I'm, I'm grown. Yeah. We want to target the youth. Those who are active now. Mm-hmm. If, of course, we can put something aside for those who are grown, fine. If we cannot, well, too bad. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We have, we have gotten to a point have to be we have to be very straight yeah we have to be re- realistic yeah we have to be re- realistic about you know um what what what, exactly. what we think is going to happen and what is necessary you know to, to exactly. you know yeah okay so we need to build the the, the the federation in such a way that we have put systems in place we need like math Floor mats mm-hmm. for dancing. We need machines. Lights. If somebody wants to go and do a program, yeah. um, a dance program that people are going to pay and come and see, yeah. we have machines. You know, we need things. We have lights. Lights mm-hmm. that have been put in place. Yeah. People can rent them. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? These are the things we're looking at. Yeah. 
So we, we, we need to, to move and think positively. Yeah. You know, not, not uh, uh, funeral, and some of them too is like, <laughs> they just want to create a situation where they can get letters, letterheads and, and stuff. I don't want to, to, to um, wash our... Our, and then to close our side. <laughs> yes. But then, yes, some of these things do happen. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. We need to begin to look at the dance um, fraternity uh, in a very good perspective mm-hmm. and begin to build ourselves in such a way that, for instance, today, Jenna Jackson just picked some of the uh, movements that was created by the Ghanaians, and then they put it out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go and pick Janet Jackson, anything of Janet Jackson right now and use, you'll be sued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, yeah. You'll be sued. And, 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 and it's funny, uh, Mr. Terry, it's funny that we don't, we don't protect, you know, what belongs yes. to us. Like, exactly. you know, we, we just, so we just, some of the things that we're looking at. Yeah. That's why we have lawyers in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. The patent right to somebody's creation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very nice. We went to um, what we call a, a conference in Nigeria, I think last year. Mm-hmm. Conference organized by Kafi. Right. There's a Nigerian lady who sets a world record. And we were discussing. So it, it was a platform that brought academicians and and uh, dance practitioners mm-hmm. together, and we're trying to see the way forward, you know. And we're discussing some of these issues. And Robert Clark raised that issue that somebody creates a dance, and it's a pop dance, mm-hmm. and then he square plays the dance and uses it for his video, mm-hmm. and he's there. He was there telling us. That he's rich. Mm-hmm. He told us point blank that look, he he's rich now. He's made it. So mm-hmm. those of them who are coming, those of the young ones who are coming, who think that the whole thing, practice, uh, dance and music is a joke, they should sit there. Exactly. But he has made it. Mm-hmm. But if you have made it, some amount of money should have gone to these guys who created the created dance, the dance. You used in your video. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it is, it, it is not um, by law, bounded by law. At least, once you know, you, you can tell us that you are rich, you could have looked for them and mm-hmm. said, look, guys, I did this thing. I used your dance. Thank you for your dance. Look, I, I'm sending you this amount of money for using your dance. At least. Mm-hmm. And these are some of the things that we are looking at. Yeah. You understand? It's a very dicey issue because pop dance is pop dance. It's yeah. popular. Mm-hmm. It's, in the, it's in the domain out there. You understand? What they do get sometimes is that musicians will go and pick them and go and use them for their videos. In the, in and they tend to make a lot of money. It, These dancers are paying some small money and then they... And, um, yeah, um, Mr. Terry, yes. Um, it's... I don't know how how much my boys were paid by Beyonce, but I know that maybe they did some... Um, she, she made some good payments. I would ask it actually. Mm-hmm. But um, that's got Lloyd and, and his group. But 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 my used in but the video, my, yeah. But yeah. my problem, my my major problem with you know um 
musicians like Ghanaian. Let's let's talk about Ghanaian musicians. Um, that mm-hmm. they never give credit to the dancers in their videos. Um, mm-hmm. when when so I have two questions for you. Um, if, before we end this, okay. my first question is. We have music, uh, Ghana Music Awards, right? We have Ghana Actors Awards. Yeah. Why is it that we don't have Ghana Dancers Awards? Like something okay. to recognize right. um, Ghana. Uh, I have mentioned, yes, I mentioned it earlier mm-hmm. um, about the way that we look at dance. Okay. Mm-hmm. What has happened in the past is that the media, okay, mm-hmm. the media, and then the profilmic industry have actually supported and made music and drama in a way mm-hmm. that they have made a lot of. Uh, um, inroads as far as popularity is concerned right and therefore they are more much more recognized than dance and there's a reason recognizing ghana they are much more recognized because Mm -hmm. the musician can package all his music in one Mm -hmm. for one hour right one hour yeah can put everything one hour the actor or the director can put write a whole story for one hour 20 minutes mm-hmm. and put it together as a package and market it the dancer even michael jackson go on record and check how many minutes trailer mm. that sold me mm-hmm. check how many minutes a smooth criminal? Hmm. All these two videos that I've, I've mentioned, yeah, mm-hmm. are based on dance and music. Mm-hmm. So the dancer who is successful in most cases had produced his own music. Hmm. other than that you have to be able to get into contract with another musician and then build this production together Mm -hmm. that you can package and sell out there Hmm. and us as Ghanaians we don't have the wherewithal to be able to put this because it's a mammoth production. Right. Therefore, the only Ghanaian that you can mention who has been able to do some dance that was packaged, but the packaging was not as good as we expected. It's Niate. Yeah. And Niate had the National Dance Company at his back and call. Mm-hmm. And in the National Dance Company, he had musicians <laughs> and dancers. Right. 
Therefore, he's able to produce something for the nation to see because he has all this support system. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me what big girls can achieve or what Benedictus can achieve or what a true support can achieve or what you or Kofi Antonio and all these young guys who are coming, choreographers who are coming, what they can achieve if they had that platform mm. where you have musicians and dancers ready, ready made for you. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the dynamics is a bit murky. Right. So the ordinary person who is coming, like the guy on the street who is doing pop dance. Mm-hmm. All you can do is to get a clip, uh, music and then you create a dance to it mm-hmm. and then release it out there. And then the musician will take you on. Yeah. Once you make a hit, the musician will take you on. Yeah. Trust you me. He will take you on. Once he sees that you are making money out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I advised them when I went to yes. Nigeria and I told the young ones, I said, create your own music. If you're a dancer in here and you want to be a hit, because with the new platform that has come, where you can put things on YouTube and then people will like, 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 mm-hmm. the next minute you are famous, yep. you're popular, people are following you. Create your own music so that nobody will take you on. Exactly. So most of the, the, the young ones what you have seen. And that is how come Slimbasta went into that. Mm. You understand? He knew that he can, he has dance, the talent. So, come on, let me do my own music. Yeah. And voila. You understand? So, do, do, these are some of the issues out there. Other than that, then musicians and dancers should come together. And that is where the difficulty is. Yes. Because mm-hmm. in the creative modes, there's always conflict. Mm-hmm. You're a dancer and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. When you're in your creative mood, you're always like volatile. You understand? Because you don't want you want some peace of mind to do things. And you are saying this and the musician is saying this. So yeah. you, you get what I'm saying. Yes. And so there's always that conflicting thing. And so you would you would recall that a lot of um performing arts collaborations between musicians and drama and directors and all that at the National Theatre has resulted in some conflicts that some directors even were chased and some technical men were chased from the from the from the stage, yeah. because the actor was angry or the musician was angry. Mm-hmm. You understand? So mm. we 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 is a be- very complicated issue. You understand? It's a very complicated issue. So before dancers can be able to package stuffs for one hour, mm-hmm. they need to be able to get the music accompanying music. And that is what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Mm. You get it? Yeah. So I am trying to, as part of my project, I'm trying to develop a project, big one, at the National Theatre. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to put together the popular dances and mm. the social politics right. in the times together. Okay. Now, it will mean invariably that any music that I use, I have to go and ask permission from that musician. Because mm, yeah. I know that in case it is, the musician will come yes. knocking on my door. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are these are things that the dancer must deal with. Unlike the dramatist who would probably write a story that is his bona fide or property. Property, today, yes. Direct it, get actors, direct it, put it on stage, voila. Mm-hmm. The musician will do his own music, put them together, five, three, seven pieces, put them together as one album, voila. Mm-hmm. The dancer, the dancer, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You did your music through your dance movement and the bodies. Right. So that is where the difficulty is for the dancer. So it is it's a very complicated thing. Yeah. All right? Yes. Now, you can say that, what about traditional dance? Mm-hmm. Is there a market for it? Is there a market for it? Because almost all our traditional dances have been performed over and over and over and over. They have sent it to the US, to the UK. People have performed there, Amaja, and Agbekoa. Sometimes I've seen even uh, all Caucasian mm-hmm. performing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Is there a market? You can tell me. I don't know. I, I I I I think is it a very buoyant market? I I think there is and Sorry? and and I and I um I say it is because may, maybe it's about is about the packaging is about you know how how do we package this and uh-huh. on my on my um podcast maybe I think with um I forgot who it was, but when you come here, the 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 Senegalese and the in the Guinean dances is always fresh, right? People want to learn it. People, you know, anytime you have a djembe, they're like, "Oh, African dance." But when it, when it comes to Ghanaian traditional dances, it's because it's because we are using djembe to play pan logo. It's because we are using a, um, what do you call it? Kitty to to play Kitty. It's because we are using yeah. a, a pan logo to play a Agbaja. So yeah. so people people don't see the importance of Ghanaian traditional dances. Because you go somewhere and they're like so I I I I was teaching somewhere and I um you know I was going in and they, t- they told me, oh, there's, there's, you already have a musician. So I knew what I was going to teach. I had my, my logo um, drum with me. So I, I got in there and this guy was holding a djembe. And I was like, uh, we're not, we're not going to play any djembe dance. And he was like, oh, it's African dance, right? And I said, yeah, it's African dance, but it's a Ghanaian dance. And I said, Ghanaian, we don't play Jembe. Jembe is not in our in our in in, in 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 our culture. We don't we don't play jembe. There are only seven countries in the whole of Africa that plays jembe. And Ghana is not one of them. And I took the Kwan logo out and I said, this is what we're gonna play. So it is about us packaging and, and knowing and, and standing for 
what is right. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Terry, before before we go, uh, my 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 last question to you is actually it's two. So let's let's do this. Mm-hmm. What is your what career accomplishment makes you most proud? And what advice do you have for up and coming dancers, especially, especially, and, and, and I emphasize on this, those who don't have the, you know, educational background and want, and, and, you know, are willing to, you know, to get into it. What advice do you have for those people? Okay, um, I, I think I was even talking to someone just yesterday um, concerning this. I think he he hasn't got the requisite um, qualification mm. as to how he can get into the school of performing arts because he's a very good salsa performer mm-hmm. and dancer. Right. And um, he wants to come to the Department of Dance Studies to come and do the dance program. Right. So I'll say that two things, okay. The first one is the satisfaction that I get from students that I have taught mm. who are excelling in life. Right. Uh, what they learned from me. Mm-hmm. That's the first one. So there are students that I have taught who are using what I have taught them. Not necessarily within the dance. But they are using it somewhere, maybe at a TV station or uh, an entertainment house or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they are moving on. Yeah. And I have students that I have taught in dance who are also pursuing dance and are doing great things. Mm-hmm. It gives me so much satisfaction. Wow. Now, there are people too on the streets who look up to me as a their mentor, mm-hmm. and I speak to them concerning how they need to plan their lives as young ones, mm-hmm. because dance, your career, can be very short-lived. Yeah. If you don't take care, and most of these people who are dancing in the streets are operating like footballers. Mm-hmm. So you have like about like a span of like 10 years. 10 years. Uh-huh. If you have not been able to do anything with yourself, you begin to go down. Because it's a pop dance theory. Yeah. And so you must be able to reinvent yourself as you go on. Mm-hmm. If you're not able to do that, then you'll be going down. Right? So I advise them to be able to uh, put them some money down towards their pension. They should look at the bigger picture and not that narrow thing. So a lot of them are trying to um, generate money to be able to invest in their future by building down studios and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It makes me very proud. Wow. Some of them too have been able to travel outside mm-hmm. uh, and they are in Europe, and they are in the States, and they are doing their own thing over there. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about streets, like typical street dancers, yeah. right? Who are not thinking of going to school. Mm-hmm. You understand? And, I'm, and I try to advise them as to... And a lot of them take my advice, and they call me 
and ask for advice every now and then. Mm-hmm. And it makes me proud. Right. I have I have a lot of guys that passed through my hands. They have been in my house, eating from my house. When they are hungry, they come to my house. Right. Several of them are in Australia. Mm. You know, um, and they are doing so well. Some of them even happen to come to Ghana. They don't come looking for me. But I'm not bothered about that. Right. I, I'm so proud yeah. of them and of myself for having played a role in their lives. Mm-hmm. That, for me, is fundamental. Yes. Because uh, there's a saying that it is the smiles that will be put up on people's faces when you are gone at the mention of your name. Mm. That is important. Mm. That's deep. When you are gone that's deep. and they mention your name, mm-hmm. the smile that will be put on people's faces mm-hmm. when they call and they mention your name is what that which is important. It means that you have touched their lives in ways that are immeasurable. Yes. And for me, those are the things that make me happy when I sit down and I look at the people mm-hmm. who look up to me, who have passed through my hands, and can say that, oh, Uncle Terry, touch me this, right. touch me that, touch me this. That is what makes me happy. Mm. And I'm, I want to be able to do a final big one with the Dance Federation. Mm. I'm 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 looking forward to this. So yeah, I'm not going to lead it. That, that is not my worry. I want to do a federation that has a big focus, a focus that we can write to any organization, and the organization will be prepared to put some money into it. Get us a land, get us a building. You can yes. see that this is the yes. dance federation building. Yes. That dancers can walk in there if they have problems. Yes, and look for lawyers and mm-hmm. stuff. These are the things that are. Yes. Um, yes, uh, yes, yes. Oh, viewer, uh, listeners, um, it's, it's, it's hurt so much to say we've come to an end. Um, but, um, I hope that you've, you've, you know, every, each and every one of you has something to pick out of this conversation because this conversation has been insightful. This conversation has been, um, informative. And I hope that, you know, when you listen and, and you know, um, listen well, you will find what is good for you in, in this interview. Thank you so much, Mr. Terry. Thank you so much. I cannot thank you enough. But before we go, I, I have to say this. Um, yesterday, I was talking to a friend um, and I mentioned, I said, oh, Tomorrow I'm I'm interviewing um Sir Robot. He was like, "What? You know Sir Robot? Uh, you know Sir Robot from uh, uh, Embassy Pleasure?" I said, "Yeah." He was like, "Man, that 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 guy was the reason why I started dancing." I mean, yeah. you, you 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 don't know this person, but you know sometimes the effect, like you said, you can have on people. And, yeah. um, I mean, you might not know, you know, who, you know, you inspire, 
but yeah. it's just we just have to what keep our feet on the ground and mr terry thank you so so much like i always call you thank uncle you. terry uncle terry thank uncle you. terry thank uncle you so, terry so thank you so so much um my advice to you is that you people out there should uh, keep uh, improving and packaging the our traditional dances and then make it more competitive out there so that the, the people in the diaspora would begin to appreciate the Ghanaian uh, dances uh, more and more. We will. Thank uh, I think you. you are doing a good job. Thank you. God bless you so much for for putting me on this program and then uh, I hope that we'll talk again. Yes, definitely. All right, so um, listeners, there you have it. Um, thank you for listening, and please don't forget to like and comment um, on on Facebook uh, when when I post um, this interview. Um, and you know, this has been your Neho Podcast Show, and we'll be back next week. Thank you so much. Bye bye.